everybody, thanks for joining me on Code Chat. I'm Code Foster, and I'm here with Bill. I forgot your last name. Bill Wagner. Bill Wagner. Good to see you again. Yeah, what's your social, Bill? What's your Twitter um, handle? At Bill Wagner. At Bill Wagner. So, so you can engage with him. You guys know mine, at Code Foster. Right. We're going to talk about TypeScript and Angular 2. Yes. I think it's one of Bill's favorite topics recently, and it's one of mine. It is. I really love the TypeScript language. I like the way it makes you so much more productive when you're working in a JavaScript type environment. You know, the, the type system really helps you when, you, when you're writing code. Yeah. But it's not in your way with a lot of ceremony that you have to add to your code. You have to, you know, have to build types, have to build all these interfaces, have to describe everything in great detail. But it's there when you want to use it. And you can add as many things as you want to try to get type safety around your APIs. Bill, convince my viewers to move from JavaScript to TypeScript. Like, why are they holding back? I know they're comfortable with JavaScript. Sure. It feels like something new. Okay, so the first thing is is just the type inference. So TypeScript is a very, very strong type inference engine. So one of the demos that Anders did yesterday that uh, I want to steal and use in my talks <laughs> is he'll take this, this variable and say it could be a string, a string array, or undefined, or null, or one of these types. And then he'll go through some if statements to say, oh, if you know, var is string, then have a clause underneath it. And the TypeScript type engine knows that underneath there it is a string. Right. And you get IntelliSense around it. You will get compiler errors if you try to do something like uh, something that wouldn't be supported on a string. Mm -hmm. Try to access, say, a name property or something. Yeah. Right. Um, and in other branches, it'll look and it'll see. Okay, so if this was null or if it if not string, you know, if not variable, so it's falsy. Well, then its type could be null or undefined or a string because the empty string is falsy. You know, so you get that can help right away. The other thing I tell customers I work with moving to thinking about TypeScript is because TypeScript is a strict superset of subset of, of JavaScript, you can just change the extension of your JavaScript files to TypeScript, and now that type inference engine is helping it right away. You already get some benefits without doing anything extra. And then as you start to see things where maybe it can help you, then you can start to annotate some of the types and start to put some information in there that helps. So That's this isn't like CoffeeScript where I've got to learn a new syntax no, and stuff no. like that. It's it's really just, like you said, moving could start with simply renaming and then right. adding the the build, the kind of the compile into your workflow. Mm -hmm. But just renaming it from JS to TS, and you've already gone a, a, you've quite already a ways right there. Right, you've already got some stuff. And then you add one type, and then you've gone mm -hmm. another step. So it's, right. it's easy to get and, started. And the other thing that I really like about it, you know, if you think of most of the browsers we target right now, they're probably ES5, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So TypeScript with the transpiler, you can say, I want to target ES5 or even ES4 if you want to go back far enough, but you lose some features. Or you can target ES6. Mm -hmm. And TypeScript already supports the syntax for ES6. So you can say, wait, I know I'm getting to this point where Lambda-style functions are coming to JavaScript yeah. and you know the, a class um, keyword is coming to JavaScript, but I can't use those yet because they're not in the browsers I support. Well, if you use TypeScript, you can. Yeah. You know, just like decorators, which is a big part of Angular 2 and how that works, I can use those now, and it'll compile down to ES5. Okay. Right? And then it'll use the polyfills and so on at runtime with required.js to bring them in. But now I can use that new syntax and anticipate where the market's going to be when every browser supports ES6. Yeah. Right. So that's a, that's another big okay, so let's, for the JavaScript community, I think. Let's talk about Angular 2 then. TypeScript and Angular 2 are are, uh, are like peas and carrots. Yeah. Angular 2 is written in TypeScript and mm -hmm. encourages you to use TypeScript right. to write an Angular 2 app. Sure. 
Um, it feels like some of the benefits are in the TypeScript syntax. That's mm -hmm. great. But what is Angular 2 giving us? Why do we love so, that? Some of the big things I like about the way Angular 2 is set up and designed is it really starts to encourage better separation of different things that you're building. So if I take um, an Angular 1 app, what I would often see people do when they wrote their first Angular 1 app is what I call dollar scope creep. Mm -hmm. right, they built the first controller in Angular. They see to get things between the view and the controller, it's dollar scope, and then pretty soon there's 50 or 60 different properties they've added mm -hmm. to dollar scope. Right? Yeah. That's a very, very bad design. Yeah. Um, but it's almost encouraged. That's almost the default way to go. If you look at what Angular 2 has, you define components, give them these declarative properties, you define providers or other components that you need, and you really separate those things out. And any of the components that would be part of the view is very much set up right from the get-go to follow more of a view model style syntax, which we could in Angular 1, but the syntax and the, the framework didn't necessarily encourage it. So okay. it starts to move us toward that model where you should be using a view model to go between the view and, and between the DOM and the view and, and your TypeScript or, or JavaScript code, and that's encouraged a lot more in the Angular 2 design. So you mentioned this, uh, these components. Can mm -hmm. you talk about this shift to a component paradigm and, and what that means to developers yeah, that so, have, aren't experienced with okay, it yet? Okay, so one of the things that you'll see is um, system.js loads your components for you, and you configure that as part of your main app. So then what happens is it knows how to go find components based on some naming conventions. So the more components you add to a page or components that, insert, that might rely on other components, Effectively, the framework goes and loads those for you. So you won't get into the situation where, oh, I forgot to include this other JavaScript file, or I forgot to include that component that suddenly picked up a dependency, and so on and so forth, which was the cause of, of a lot of just, you know, simple bugs in mm -hmm. Angular 1 and, and other JavaScript apps, where I just, I didn't include the JavaScript, because mm -hmm. I forgot it took on a new dependency or whatnot. Um, so now that's all loaded in a better way. Good. Yep. Yeah, so I know it, it feels to me, I like to say that the reason why um, I'm loving Angular 2 mm -hmm. is because it feels like I'm writing code the right way. I'm putting things in the yes. right places. There is that separation of concerns. It just feels right. good. Right. It just feels like, you know, I can grow this. I can reuse this. I can take pieces of a page and move it out. And you know, when I'm teaching developers working with Angular, one of the workflows that we go through is, you know, you've built this piece of code along with this HTML, mm -hmm. right? and now let's extract it into a component because you found, gee, I need to use this somewhere else in the app, which is a real yeah. common scenario. Yeah. In Angular 1, building templates, that was somewhat painful. Yeah, right. You, know, you had all these special keywords to transfer things from the inner scope to the outer scope. You had to really debug all this because the variables with the outer scope are the same name, but they are different objects yeah. and all this sort of thing. Pulling out a, a part of a page into a component when you discover you need to reuse it mm -hmm. in Angular 2 is much, much simpler. Yeah. You know, um, and, and, and that's a really good thing because we don't often you know, anticipate exactly what's going to be, you know, oh, yeah, well, I know I'm going to reuse this five or six times, right? You see that and you go, yeah, I want something like that, and then you want to grab it and pull it out. Do you have any uh, resources for the developers behind the camera that might want to get started with Angular 2? You know, one of the big ones that you pointed to is that Tour of Heroes apps. It's a yeah. great walkthrough that, that goes through building a lot of the apps. Um, related to that is there are um, other quick starts in the documentation about different scenarios. Like one of the things that's not in Tour of Heroes yet is hooking it up to a REST service. You know, that's another tutorial. Um, that's probably the biggest one that I see. Um, 
I think both Dan Wallene and John Popper are starting to work on some things uh, through Pluralsight that would show you how to build an Angular yeah. 2 app. And, You've got and some content on Channel 9. Um, we did that We did that one with, uh, yeah, I did that one. We, start, we were focusing mostly on Angular 1. Oh, and, were you? Okay. Yeah, that was several revs back on Angular 2, and I think there was just a sort of a an introduction of the direction. Okay. So, well, and with there, in case you haven't seen yeah. it yet, there is a new show on Channel 9 yes. called Web Dev. Cool. And the most recent episode, as of this recording, anyway, is mm -hmm. uh, Angular 2 with myself. Fantastic. Introducing Angular 2. I think so I did watch that last yeah. week. Yeah. There you go. Fantastic. Awesome. Okay. Again. Well, that does it. Uh, get excited about Angular 2 and TypeScript because we are, and it's good, and you're going to love it. And uh, yeah, if, we, if I think of any more uh, resources that'll help you out in getting started, I'll go ahead and drop them down here in the show notes. Okay. And thanks for joining me on Code Chat, and we'll see you next Thank time. You. Thanks, Bill. Thank you.